preached something on Wednesday night, and, um, and I'm going to encourage you to send me some testimonies if you've had this experience. You've had to listen to it. I think it was entitled uh, Sexual Spirits or something like that. Talked about something called the succubus and incubus spirit. And uh, these are, uh, we say two, but it could be the one who switches. Um, um, there are a lot of people that are having a lot of bad experiences around the world. And, and in particularly in the United States, it's a plague. It is a uh, epidemic that is going on behind the scenes where because many places are uncomfortable dealing with these issues, it's opened up the door for the enemy to put a lot of people in prison in their own house. And so, uh, so I preached on that Wednesday night because I had a young lady that gave me a testimony about something she experienced. I preached on that Wednesday night about the succubus incubus spirit where uh, this is an experience by which you are asleep and for women, it'll feel like a, not feel like, for women, you'll know that a being has crept in the bed with you or on top of you. It usually strangles you. You don't have the ability to breathe. Almost in 100% of the cases, the only thing the person can end up doing is squeezing out the name of Jesus. One person sent me a testimony and said that they couldn't even say it because this thing was strangling them. So they just kept saying the name of Jesus in their mind. Um, um, these are two strange and mysterious spirits that, and this is going to sound a little weird, but what? One, if I can say, sh shape shifts and comes upon the woman to try to, uh, um, to make love to the woman or have some type of perverted sex. I shouldn't have said made love. <laughs> That's from husband and wife. Um, try to have some type of perverted sex with the, and it's a form of being spiritually pregnant. Um, this is a little bit deeper, but, but the church can no longer afford to set down, set down deep things because somebody might make you crazy. And, uh, but when it comes to the men, it'll come in the form of a female spirit. Um, and sometimes it'll be accompanied with a dream. The dream will be the Lord showing you what's, what you're dealing with. It's not that the demon has crept into your dream. At the same time it's happened, the Lord gives you a dream to show you what you're dealing with. Okay, one person gave me a testimony that they, while they were having the experience, one of their friends was being given the dream at the same time. And, and the dream, the Lord showed the other individual the type of demonic spirits that were doing it to his friend. And he told his friend, if you had seen these two demonic spirits, he said, you would never, ever, ever have any type of sexual sin ever again in your life. If you had to just saw these two things, they're extremely perverted, extremely perverted. And so, you know, if you've had that experience, just reach out to us, give us your testimony, because I want to create a, now, look, don't send me videos. You know, I know people all day long send me videos. Y'all, I can't, I don't have time to sit up and watch a video after video after video, okay? I got too much stuff to do. I am not sitting around praying in tongues, reading my Bible all day long. You know what, Lord, I need something such such. Y'all, stop sending me all these crazy videos. I don't watch YouTube like that, okay? And, I, and the reason I say it is, it's not that you can't send it to me. People send me stuff, and then they get offended when I don't watch it. I'm not on your timetable, folk. I got stuff I got to do. If y'all want me to be strong... And 30 years later, we have a ministry of domination. My wife and I are still married. My kids are not crazy. And we still preaching off fresh stuff from the pulpit. I cannot watch all of the videos that all of you send me all day long. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Now, there are times when, you know, you just really, really feel like the Lord is telling you to send me something, then that's fine. You know, we did that over the, you know, the homegoing service. Someone called me about something. Now, don't be afraid. I'm just saying, how many of us are balanced? People be getting on YouTube watching 30 different things and they want to send me 30 different things. Hey, man, I, can't, I don't have time for that. I wish I did. Stay off them YouTube videos, even though there's some good stuff on there. <laughs> okay, but I encourage you to send that to me because I know I was going to open up a can of worms. And, and this is before the 
outsiders heard it. And so immediately, what was interesting is I was expecting to be inundated with women. What happened was that several men immediately approached me and said, dude, that's the exact same thing that happened to me. And so, uh, and so the same way that everybody is having dreams and, and you can hardly you know, go any place to get information on what are these dreams about, is the same way that there's an infestation of the dark side that has moved into homes across America. We've opened up the door by neglecting our children and allowing them to watch every old stupid thing on television. There's music that's crazy. All of these things open up portals. And, and, and let me tell you something, y'all. What you listen to and what you watch in your household sends out a signal. And whatever you send out, you attract more of. And when you attract more of it, they don't let you know they showed up. They come in secret to visit your five-year-old that's too scared to tell you what they're experiencing because you don't believe in stuff like that. Y'all, the, the, the overwhelming majority of people that I talk to about these type of things, they always tell me my parents didn't believe me. They just said I was crazy. Hey, and so, um, and so it is, you know, it's unbelief, it's ignorance. It's we weren't I wasn't taught these things when I grew up in church. These things never even crossed my mind. I do remember, though, having a strange experience with a being that was in my room. And, and it was using some type of sonic device. I mean, I would, my, I would cover my ears and it was, you know, and the thing would drive me crazy. Never told my parents. I was too scared to tell my parents because I, I knew that my, I knew they wouldn't believe me. Okay. So, so we have to open up that door. And if you have testimonies of that or you had that experience, send it because I need to create this, you know, a library to let people know, oh, yeah, we got people. So already several people that have reached out to me, you know, but if that ever happens to you, you know, if it ever happens to you, you know, you don't have to worry about reading every single scripture. OK, what does Mark eleven twenty three say? And and no, just call out the name of Jesus. There's something about the name of Jesus when you just say it. It's amazing that even folk that weren't connected to Christ when they use that name. We're able to get stuff done. That name is so powerful that you can even work for you if you're unqualified to use it. I mean, just using the name, you know, because it's the belief. And so there are unbelievers that they remember. I remember my grandmother told me if I ever run into trouble, call on the name of Jesus. And they did that. Bam. I know it's a guy right now. I won't mention his name because uh, you all are familiar with him. Um, he used to uh, sing with a particular rapper, um, but his parents are also pastors. He's out there. Matter of fact, I don't have to, just one of the whining boys, whining boys. Um, this particular one, he was out there singing with Diddy. And uh, he said that he was uh, robbed at gunpoint on the street and they put a shotgun to his head. And even though he was living straight for the devil, um, he said right before they pulled the trigger, he just remembered what his mama said, boy, you know, if you ever get in trouble, just call on the name of Jesus. And he said that he called on the name of Jesus and he said he heard this click, click, click. It was the gun not firing. He was in church the next Sunday. I just want to give you praise, oh Lord. <laughs> we dedicate my life to you. Okay, how I many you know a situation like that will mess you up? Okay, we all been there. Okay, and so, but you don't need to get there to have your eyes turned on. So I'm just encouraging you, you know. Um, and I was watching something last night. I just was felt led to turn on something that was a it was a program about. Um, they did an, I think it was an 18 day or 18 month visitation at a type of psychiatric hospital for the criminally insane. And I mean, I was almost reduced to tears because, you know, you know, everything is, you know, I remember one girl was laying on the bed and, and, and she's, see, let me tell you something. 
The purpose for the devil is to confuse you. That's why the Bible says that God is not the author of confusion. It, his purpose is to confuse you so that you keep making dumb decisions for the rest of your life. The ultimate goal is to cause you to go insane. If we can cause you to go insane, then you'll never come out unless one of them sons of God come and rescue you. And so in, in this society that we live in, if you go insane, that they put you in a hospital, they don't allow any pastoral staff to come in. Zero. No, no, absolutely not. Okay, you got you rare. You got some. You got some places that is so extreme that they'll let us come in, and it has to be in secret. But most of these places, clergy is not allowed to come in. It's all about because this is a this is a this is a money making society based on drugs, and and the rejection of God. It's all in your mind. And that girl was just telling them. She says, "I'm telling you." And so the devils are driving her crazy. But what's making her more crazy? is her telling the staff the truth about her going crazy based on these creatures. But they're making her more crazy by telling her, no, that's, that's, just, that's just you. You're hallucinating. You know, and this girl has already jumped off bridges. I mean, they have to monitor her. And it's really sad because she was saying there, she said that, um, um, she said, I just want to kill myself. I just want to kill myself because I don't feel loved. You know, and I'm, and I'm, I'm able to recognize it. She doesn't feel love because she got these creatures in her head constantly telling her stuff that causes her to feel unloved. And your medication ain't going to do nothing but suppress that for a moment. You know, so, if it, you know, you know, they're going to call, you know, they're not going to call us crazy, but, but, uh, but um, uh, they don't have any authority in that realm. You cannot get rid of the darkness using medication or vegetables. You know, sprinkling, I'm having demonic problems. Go to the grocery store, store and get some organic sage. And you know what the deep part is? Let me tell you how slick these guys are. You go and sprinkle sage around your house and they'll disappear for a while. To give you the impression that that works. When all they're doing is they leave and then they come back. So you sprinkle some more sage and you don't know that they're there. Y'all, this is a real big epidemic. When I say it's past epidemic. It's just that everybody's scared. To, everybody's afraid to say something. All of these voices in your head. And the girl was able to say, she said, no, there's a difference between my thoughts and, and these voices. You know, one guy, he was just saying, you know, they keep telling me to kill myself and to do this and to do that. He murdered his mother. And, um, and, 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 and I was watching the show. And throughout the day, this is no exaggeration. They, they let the people roam around. And, and all day long, the people just walk around like this. I was just sitting there just watching them. And they go to from one end of the hallway to the next. It's all they do all day long. Just walking from one end of the hallway to the next and they start talking to themselves. You know, you see people on the street like this, particularly you go downtown. Some of the homeless people downtown, these people are, uh, are uh, possessed, oppressed. Locked, uh, let's say this and then I'll jump into this teaching right quick. Lester Summerall, who had a ministry, I believe, I don't know, 50, 60 years. Uh, that was his ministry of deliverance. He dealt with the demonic across the globe. If you want to read a, a true story, this is not a private story. This was on the front page of the newspaper in the Philippines. Look up, just Google later on, Bitten by Demons by Lester Summerall. One of the most extreme cases. And the Lord sent him from America. I think he was in America at the time. He could have been in England. But the Lord told him, he said, there is no pastor qualified in the entire country to deal with this girl. That's how you end up going over there. And he said, if you don't go, he said, this girl will die and she will go to hell. 
And so Lester Summerall said, okay. Because Lester, Lester Summerall asked him, he said, Lord, you don't have any other qualified ministers over there? He said, no, nobody, not to deal with this. Okay. And so when you read the story, he dealt with that thing for three days, eight hours a day minimum, for three days. It took him three days to get this thing out of this girl. And one of the things that happened was the girl, they, you could see the bite marks. You know, one of the testimonies, side story, one of the testimonies, can't remember who sent it to me, there was a testimony of a married couple that was just sent to me. I don't even know who it was. And, and, and this, this type of spirit that does the sexual stuff uh, was, was fooling with the guy and the wife could see in his sleep his lips being pulled like a woman was pulling on his lips when she kissed him. This stuff is serious, y'all. But back to the girl, they could see the bite marks when this thing would begin to torment her. And it was one situation that was so violent that the girl grabbed that demonic hair from the spiritual realm. We don't know how this happens. This is, I don't know how, but she pulled it from that realm and pulled it into this realm and it materialized. And they sent some, because the doctors were there, the head of the military there, psychiatrists, professors, the mayor of the city was there. They all watched this. This wasn't some just a few preachers. Everybody from every head of every department, education. I don't know why all those people showed up. Police officers were there, the head of the army. Go read it. And, uh, and they had this thing analyzed, and they said that the DNA um, did not belong to planet Earth. So, you know, and you, people think that this stuff is isolated incidents. Wrong. Millions of them going on every day. And that's just in the United States. We haven't moved on the countries yet. I had a witch send me a friend request the other day. And I don't mean I had to try to... No, this was a full from Nigeria. Okay. And it was weird because I knew if I accepted it, that was going to empower him to start manipulating me. It was deep. I was deep. I'm like, so it's, it's getting deep, y'all. Everybody say deep. Deep. Well, how many of you know we got some mighty fine cruise ships? Okay. So, so I'm encouraging you to send that to me, y'all. This stuff is very, very serious. Um, there's nothing, y'all, I have never, I shouldn't say that. I know what demonic possession feels like. Years ago, this is not part of my message, but oh well, the Lord gave me a dream, and in the dream, um, in the dream, um, I was a man, but it seemed like I was a woman. But in the dream, I was in a nightclub, and I was looking in the mirror of the bathroom, and my eyes looked like that of a cat. And, and it was in the dream, I was demonically uh, possessed. And, um, and every, time I, every time I got ready to call, in the dream, I was, this is going to sound weird. In the dream, I was a woman. And I remembered in the dream that my mother told me about calling on the name of Jesus. And so I'm standing in the mirror and I'm looking at my eyes. And every time I try to call on the name of Jesus, right before I would say it, the, the demon would activate and shut my body down. I'm struggling to hold on to the sink, hold on to the sink. That was the whole dream, and then it ended. And I woke up, you know, feeling that. And so I in, in instantly questioned the Lord. This is called the law of replacement and intercession mixed. And I said, Lord, what was that? He said, that is a real life scenario right now. He said, there is a woman right now. He said, I put you in the dream. It's called law of replacement. God will allow you to switch places with someone, put you in that exact scenario so you know how horrific it is, so you will be serious when you come out the dream and pray. Versus just somebody told you. I mean, you know, there's a difference between somebody telling you fire is hot versus you learn that by experience. You take on a completely different attitude. And so, uh, and so that's what it was. He said, I need you to take authority over this. And so I spent some time in prayer. And it wasn't too long. It was only like two minutes. I thought it was going to be some great two-hour battle. Nope, two minutes. Okay, how would you know? Because you can tell. 
you know, the only way to explain it is, I, of course, I almost said I've never had a baby, like, yeah, duh. But I, I can imagine, I can, you know what, I'm going to ask a question. Ladies, for you all are the intercessors, and you pray through these scenarios, when it's over, is it the sensation like when your water bursts? When you're pregnant? It is? Okay. For some it is. For some it won't. It's a different experience for everybody. Maybe because it's different for every person. Nisha said, absolutely. It feels different. Some people, like some people, you'll know when whatever you're praying for, you'll know when it's done because all of a sudden you'll feel really happy or you'll get joyful. Some people will start laughing. What do you say, Shaniqua? Yeah, you'll be at peace. You just, it's a peace, you know, and others, you'll feel like, um, you'll feel like, uh, it's, for me, feels like sometimes a water balloon bust on the inside of me. It just, it's like that. But it's, these are different sensations that we all have depending on, you know, how emotional we are or how we're wired, different things like that. Same result, but we feel it different. So I'm teaching a whole lesson. Right? We got to know this stuff. Most body of Christ doesn't know these type of things. I mean, this is how you navigate in the spiritual realm. So, all right, let's go ahead and do this teaching, y'all, before we get too out there. Okay. So. So we're going to have to have a huge amount of wisdom on how to deal with these things quickly, quickly. So one thing about the Catholic Church, I mean, you know, the Catholic Church has been keeping, casting out demons forever. All the scary. Have you ever, now I don't watch horror movies, but for, for y'all that, well, I see the commercials, okay. <laughs> have you ever noticed when it comes to the horror movies, you know, how many of you know, uh, such, 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 word church is not used, such, 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 Baptist church is not used, First United Methodist, you know, uh, uh, word of life, word of faith, charismatic, Pentecostal, they always use the Catholic Church. That's one thing about the Catholics. They're going to try to get a demon out of you. Now, they might, it might take them a minute. They might be using crosses and holy water and put the Bible on your forehead. And, but they end up getting them out. Most of these stories that y'all watch about these Catholic priests, that's based on real life events, by the way. It's based on real life events. Catholic priests, they got some stories, at least the ones that are right. Now, you start fooling with a demon and you're not right. So y'all remember the seven sons of Sceva in the Bible? Remember what they said? They said... We cast you out in the name of Jesus that Paul, the apostle, preaches. And the demon said, now, wait a minute now. He said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know, because they always casting us out. But who are you fools? And it says one demon and one man beat up seven men at the same time and stripped them down naked. Said they left the house wounded and naked. I mean, that's a beat down when they rip your clothes off and you. One dude jumped on seven guys. Okay. So you don't have to be afraid. If you are a Christian, you have full authority. Like I always say, a police officer on the force today has the same right to use his gun as a police officer on the force for 40 years. Okay, so just remember that. <laughs> you don't need to be scared. If they could get you, you'd have already been gotten. But they'll play tricks on you. And let me, uh, when they act a fool, that's when they're at their weakest. Always remember that. When they act a fool, that's when they're at their weakness because they're doing that to try to uh, convince you that they're strong. I mean, I got to share this because, you know, we've pretty much here, like it's going on right now. You know, we, all, we, we do this every weekend. Not every inner healing session doesn't result in that, but we do it every weekend here. And then um, on Wednesday nights, it typically happens after everyone is gone and it's like five, ten people here. And then we end up being here for an hour and a half. And other location, it seems to happen right during the service. <laughs> so, so y'all better be ready. Uh, I keep trying to bring that up, but let me just keep on going.